Hello everybody, Perrin Lovett here for the Prepper Post News, and it is Tuesday, February 23rd, 2021. Hello to everybody at YouTube, Freedom Prepper, freedompreppercommunity.com, and everybody listening to the podcast. And today we're going to talk about the, uh, the, the critical importance of homeschooling. And we've talked about this before. I recommended it just uh, Thursday, last Thursday, with the, uh, the story out of South Carolina about keeping kids in plexiglass cages. Uh, you know, a war crime being committed in uh, uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Got some more stories. Uh, they just keep coming. Uh, this one is, uh, this is really important because this is, I've got something that's going to tell you exactly what the people who run the schools think about you, the parents. So uh, let's get right into that. Um, first, first, some uh, some warm-up stories. Uh, I have a, uh, something from Front Page. Uh, I've seen this uh, this particular story and this this field in general uh, the past year or two. The uh, the war on all things Western is now extending to mathematics. The hard sciences are under the attack of the SJWs and the uh, the identity politics. Lunatics, math, like everything else, is racist. And if you go to that uh, link at freedomprepper.com, you can learn all about the uh, the beauty of ethno-mathematics, where 2 plus 2 can equal just about anything you want it to. Um, and it's all going to add up to a uh, failed third world uh, country where uh, if, if you watched what happened in Texas last week, and if you, or if you lived through it in Texas, that's the future. Uh, coal winters without electricity or water. Um, thank you, because, you know, uh, the power grid requires just a wee bit of math and engineering to run it. Uh, so, it was nice while it lasted. As the, uh, as the idiots continue to just take over and destroy everything, uh, they're moving us uh, further and further into fantasy land. The Chinese are moving in to our schools. Uh, there's a, I got a, a twin story here about the Chinese buying up private schools in the United Kingdom. Um, you know, I, I, I've said this before, you've got to be careful if you pick a private school over a public school because frequently these days, at least in America, they're not a whole lot better. And in fact, in some cases, they can actually be worse. I'm not exactly sure how they operate in the UK, I know that lately they've had financial troubles, and the Chinese are just so happy to move in and take over. For the same reason that they're, the other, the other half of the story, they're, uh, they're moving into American college campuses, and any other campus they can, they can find, and they're setting up, uh, they call these uh, Centers for Confucius, or Confucius Centers. Uh, they've got them coast to coast in uh, the majority of states at various universities, and uh, I, I get the funny feeling they're not in there talking about Confucian uh, philosophy. Uh, just like the, uh, the buying of the private schools, the uh, uh, taking over of curriculum, uh, other moving in uh, events that they're doing, they're trying to uh, put the spin on China uh, to build themselves up and lower us down. And, you know, back to the ethno-mathematics, we're doing a great job of lowering ourselves anyway, they're just taking advantage, and honestly, I, I can't blame them for doing it. 
since the door is open, I'm just suggesting that the time has come to slam the door shut after throwing out the, uh, you know, the lunatics from, uh, from 2 plus 2 equals 5-ville. All right, here we go. Here we go. Got a USA Today story uh, about a, uh, a child and his mother in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, and last year was going to be his first year, I, I guess, in kindergarten or, or in pre-K. And <clears throat> because of uh, reasons, because of certain uh, pandemics and so forth, that was just all shot to pieces. And uh, his mother, like many other parents, was forced into homeschooling. Uh, call it what you will, she was essentially a homeschool mother to her homeschool son. And uh, this, is, this is how they... Uh, and of course, this is this is you know whoa, and you know the schools need more money. We need to support the schools so they can get back in there and torture the kids more. Last school year was hard enough. Uh, the lady's son struggled with the abrupt transition to distance learning in the spring, uh, with having to say goodbye to his teacher and classmates and not knowing when he'd see them again. It didn't help that he was only in pre-kindergarten at the time. Actually, that would be the ideal time if you've got a child who you messed up and put him in the public schools. Get him out. He's too young to remember. You know, the damage was not done in half a year in this pre-K program. The instability was a big reason that this woman, who lives in Charleston, South Carolina, decided to homeschool her son this year rather than enrolling him in the district's kindergarten program. A wise move, ma'am, a wise move. There were too many uncertainties, uh, she said. How could the boy, who is now six, learn lessons and social skills remotely? Uh, well, you know, better, the answer is better than he would crammed into a uh, plexiglass cage at one of these government uh, indoctrination centers. Um, you know, what, you know, <laughs> they don't teach social skills. They teach anti-social skills in the schools. That's, that's, we have so many interrelated problems, it's, I, I can't get to all of them. But here's, <clears throat> here is the big feature. I'm going to have to switch over to the story itself and just read through some of this. This is why you need to get your kids out of the public schools, and if possible, abolish the public schools. Because they hate your children, and they absolutely, unequivocally hate you. And uh, this is the reason they don't want you around. They don't, they, don't, they don't have open campuses anymore. The last thing they want is a parent showing up uh, because they, uh, this is an ABC News story. Let's get right into it. An entire California school board resigned over comments uh, made during a, uh, a YouTube uh, board meeting, a remote board meeting video. They thought the, uh, the mics and the camera uh, were off, and they were on. And they got caught telling the truth about what they really think uh, about parents. This is out of the, uh, the Oakley Union Elementary School District, a small school district in California. And uh, let's, uh, let's see what we say. Uh, okay. Are we alone? One board member, Kim Bede, or Beedy, asks before saying, quote, before saying, bitch. If you're going to call me out, I'm going to fuck you up. This was in response to complaints that parents had about the, uh, the horrible way this school board had handled the, uh, the, uh, the situation of 2020. 
if you call me out, I'm going to come F you up. First of all, that's, that's, the ghetto, that's not a child talking. If a child said that to a teacher, they'd probably get arrested. That's, a, that's the people that run the schools talking to you, the people who pay for the schools and have your children in the schools. In other words, homeschool or else this ghetto-talking piece of trash is going to come F you up. Uh, the president of the school board, Lisa, laments that school officials are being targeted amid frustration over reopening for in-person learning. Blah, 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 blah. They forget that there's real people on the other side of those letters that they're writing. They don't want to hear from you at all. They don't care about you at all. It's really unfortunate that they want to pick on us because they want their babysitters back. They, they view you as fools, slaves who pay, pay their wages, pay, keep them nice and fat and happy down at the central office, and the teachers are just babysitters for your brats that, uh, that you, you can't handle. That, that's what, and if you don't like it, they'll come and they'll F you up. Um, a third, a third school board member, uh, Richie, says in response, I totally hear that. I totally hear it. We got, we got uh, surfer slang, ghetto talk from, from the people in charge of a school. I totally hear that, man. Because my brother had a delivery service for medical marijuana and the clientele were parents with their children in school. When you got... Your kids at home, no more smoking. Oh, wow. Yeah, they, they, you're a bunch of uh, low-life potheads that need babysitters for your brats. And the, the last thing they want is to hear anything. Pay your taxes. Pay your property taxes. Send your kids in. Don't check anything. Don't ever show up. And just shut up and take it. Or else, they will come F you up. Now, thank God they're all gone. They all... Uh, somebody, of course, you know, th th then they realized, ooh, the camera's on. And, uh, and by that time, people were listening and recording. And then they started publishing it. It got out. And all of a sudden, oh, we, we didn't really mean that. They're gone. Rest assured, another bunch of Cretans is going to come right in to replace them. Uh, until, this is, uh, until this is excised, until this cancer is cut out and removed, this, this, is, this is the best you're going to get. This is This is real. In, uh, in, the, in the, the ghetto parlance that these people speak when they're running a school. Now, uh, it goes on and on. Uh, we, now, some parents have taken umbrage. And at long last, at least these people are thinking. Here's a quote that just jumps out at me. I thought that board members were also advocates for my child and had her best interest at heart. After the incident... It really has me thinking that they don't, so says uh, an Oakley Union parent. I thought they had my child's best interest at heart. Now I'm thinking they don't. Do you know, lady, do you know why you're thinking that? Because they do not have your, be your child's best interest at heart. They hate your child. They hate you. They hate America. They hate God. They hate Western civilization. The only interests that they have are their own interests, you know keeping their cushy little, uh, you know, desk jobs where they don't do anything except lock kids in plexiglass cages and, you know, ridicule you, the pothead. So it's good that you're thinking. Now you need to get your kids out. If every parent would withdraw every child from that district 
then there would be no then they could petition I don't know the the state school board or the governor to close to close that district down and to uh, stop the t property taxes from being sucked out of their wallets. Yeah, I guess that you know uh, from the ghetto the ghetto surfer side that would that would leave them with more money for pot and and plus the children might learn without being molested in more than one way. Um, so and by the way, this Oakley Oakley Union. I always when I read these stories, I always like to check and see how the uh, the subject school or school district is performing. So I've got this linked up as well with the story. I went to schooldigger.com. It's it's not that it's with the pandemic. <clears throat> oh, there's that thing again. The pandemic, uh, the reporting has been off, so the numbers are a little uh, out of date. It, it's not the best information, but it's presented in a, a quick and easy format. You can check on things like like the Oakley Union School District. Let's check on that. 5,264 students, I guess this would be from 2019. They only do K through 12. They have seven primary schools and two middle schools. I assume they feed into a, a regional high school. But let's see how they rank. Why, they are number 1,084 out of 1,525 California school districts. They're in the bottom third. But you're the problem with your marijuana habit and your uh, your pesky letter writing. Be careful, they're going to come F you up if you point out the fact that they are in the bottom third. Um, I looked at one of their schools. Oh, first, you, you may be thinking, well, things are hard. You know, This is what they would say. You know, With the pandemic, you know, with all this uncertainty, we're trying to keep the children that we hate safe. Uh, it's That's why we're, we're, we're down relative to everybody. I guess everybody else is really down. No, no. If you back it up to 10 years ago, 2011, they were uh, in the dead. Uh, they were in the middle of the pack. Uh, perfectly average, which is horrible, by the way. They were ranked better and worse than 50% of the other uh, school districts in California that held until about 2013 when they started falling off. And by 2016, they had dropped down to uh, just outside the bottom quarter so by bouncing back up to the uh, you know the bottom third, they've improved in their utter failure. I looked at one school. I clicked on the first one, uh, which is Almond Grove Elementary. Uh, it's not that bad for a public school in California. It's horrible, you know, by a real metric. But uh, the only thing that really stood out there was this this uh, patented heuristic never fails in any of these schools. If you look at the math scores, the first year they start tracking it, like first or third grade, you know, 60, 70 percent of the kids will be proficient in basic elementary mathematics. Fourth, fifth, eighth, twelfth grade, they get less proficient. You know, 60 percent, 50 percent, 30 percent. You know, in Detroit, they're down to three and four percent math proficiency. So it appears to me that the longer children are tortured in these uh, uh, prisoner of war camps in their plexiglass cages where they hate you and the kids, uh, the longer they're in there, the less they know. It's the reverse if effect. Actually, the schools are doing exactly what the schools were, uh, were designed to do, to create miserable little workers for the factories and the fields. So, get your child out. Homes, homeschool or else. And there, there's all kind of uh, 
growth in homeschooling. I'm surprised that given all everything that happened last year that's lingering into this year, that more and more people are not doing that. Uh, sad state of affairs, uh, but, you know, we don't, we should not put up with this. Uh, none of us, ever. This, this is, to say this is unacceptable is uh, an understatement. Shifting gears. I, I've got to do some rapid fire headlines here and then end on a, a funny note. Funny but vulgar. I do apologize for the language. This is not a R-rated channel, but it is what it is. It's, it's an R-rated world we're in. Okay, we had a lot of statements that came out of the peaceful protest. <coughs> Lord, there it is. <clears throat> the insurrection at the Capitol on January 6th, where the, the right-wing Nazis attempted to overthrow the government that was already overthrown. Um, all kind of statements were made by the media. You may recall that a woman was shot by, <coughs> excuse me, a police officer was beaten to death by all these racist Nazis, beaten to death with a fire extinguisher. And I've got a story from Glenn Greenwald. Um, why is it that a, hard, a hardened liberal is the only person we have batting for us? Telling it like it is to the point that he was kicked out of the organization that he founded. He wrote this up on his own, pointing out systematically that this story is a complete and total fraud and hoax, like everything else that was happening at the Capitol on uh, January 6th. But uh, New York Times ran with it, CNN ran with it, Joe Biden has talked about it, how horrible it was, how it shows that you, you pothead, you know, uh, cretins in, you know, public school land just need to shut up or they'll come F you up, um, except it didn't happen. There's no, there's no proof you know, in the, the, the most, secu what should be the most secure building in the world with cameras everywhere. You got a million people filming everything on cell phones. There's no videos. There's no photos. Uh, nobody, nobody mentioned this fire extinguisher at the time. He was taken to the hospital. Uh, they did a, they did a, you know, a, an evaluation when he got there, when he died, they did a, uh, post-mortem. Nope. It didn't happen. It just didn't happen. Like everything else they say, it didn't happen. They have caught on to this and just stopped talking about it. Now they'll still use it when they're trying to ram through the uh, Patriot Act 2.0 any, any day now. They've got to deal with the, uh, the non-existent threat of the uh, domestic terrorists. You know, some of these domestic terrorists dare to notice what's happening, say, in the, the public schools. It's, you better watch out. They will come F you up. All right, I got a... Uh, speaking of other things that just don't make any sense, I, I'm so happy I dropped out of the popular culture to an extent. Uh, so when I hear about people named Luke Combs, I have no idea who that is. He's, he's some kind of a new country crooner, uh, never heard his song, wouldn't know him, uh, but apparently he picked, he twanged away one of his, uh, whatever he sings songs, and somehow a uh, Confederate battle flag was involved, and he has just preemptively fallen down to his knees and apologized and sworn up and down that he, uh, you know, is a, is a cuck. And he's a real Republican. He's gonna he's gonna bow down and say he's sorry for something that never happened. And I just think that's wonderful. He should run for uh, he should move up to Kentucky and uh, run for Mitch's uh, Senate seat. He'd fit right in. Things you can't talk about. Things you can't talk about. YouTube, Google, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you're not. It would be easier if these uh, big tech uh, 
organizations would just publish a list of things you can talk about. Because um, Facebook has just added climate, climate change, to the list of things that are, are verboten. Uh, that you simply cannot talk about it unless it's, you know, unless you're towing the uh, the popular line that the whole world is on fire. The world is on fire. All the ice is melting. Ignore the sub-zero temperatures in Texas. Uh, polar bears are drowning because the, uh, you know, the, the Arctic is on fire. It's so hot. Insane. Just absolutely insane. But not as insane as the garbage that perpetually flows from the mouth of Jerome Powell. The, uh... Chairman of the uh, Federal Reserve, private, satanic, uh, central bank of the USSA. We've talked about this, at, what was it, November, December, the government was saying, well, you know, you little, you pothead, little people, you idiots out there are going to need to make some sacrifices. Powell's coming along saying, hey, to get this economy completely and totally destroyed, or back on track, or whatever, the people, government, government, the businesses and the people are going to have to make sacrifices. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready to start making sacrifices. We could start with Jay Powell. We could start with the Federal Reserve and the Federal Government. I, we don't, you know, let's, let's just be done with them. I, I'm willing to do that. I bet you are too. Take, take a look at that. More of the same. It never ends. It never ends with big business, and in this case, big agriculture, big ag. Uh, they're ready to sacrifice you and your jobs on the farm or any job that you might try to get uh, that's farm-related. They, uh, they want to fire you or not hire you, and they want more illegal aliens, more foreign invaders to come into this country. They're trying to get the robots online so they don't have to deal with any human beings at all. Uh, they can just sell things to, I guess, to China, keep all the money uh, without you being involved at all. But for now, they need high-skilled illegal immigrants to, uh, to run the, uh, the, the uh, early stage robots. You can't do it. They, they have no use for you. These are people that, uh, that, this is the fake right. These are people that show up and, you know, back the Republican Party, um, which is only one half of the Uniparty. It's all, the, the, the deep state, uh, people are starting to call it the dark state, which is what it is. And as long as we keep tolerating this, they will keep doing it. But they do change their ways sometimes. Um, here's the last word, free speech. If you're old enough, you remember back in the, uh, the bad old days uh, when uh, we had things like blasphemy laws and, you know, civility in our, in our country. And back then when, uh, when some of these radical liberals would say things and you'd object, they'd get a court to uh, strike you down and they'd say, listen, if you don't like what I'm saying, if you don't like what, what's printed on my t-shirt, avert your eyes. Now, sometime, you know, now, now, now that things have changed around, they can't take their own advice. We've got a guy in Connecticut who's flying a, uh, a very funny yet vulgar flag that says uh, F. Biden and F. you too for voting for him. Now, I'm not saying that anybody actually voted for Biden, but it, it is funny. The liberals who previously said avert your eyes are horrified. They're calling the police. They, you know, they want charges uh, filed. They want this flag ripped down. Um, I, I just, I asked them to avert their eyes, and uh, the rest of us can at least laugh about that one. Um, if you want a flag like that, I, I don't, but if you do, they're available for now on Amazon. So uh, we'll keep our eyes open on more great stories, uh, the good and the bad. I'll see you back tomorrow, Wednesday. Have a great day, folks.